Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the uh, Berean Post uh, Daily Devotional. We are now going through the book of 1 Corinthians, for those of you that have been following along, and I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in with the text. Uh, Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and Sustenus, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours, grace to you and peace from our God and Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, as we get into our study now of the book of 1 Corinthians, we want to take a look at Paul and who he was. Paul was born as Saul in Tarsus, and although his exact birth date is unknown, it's estimated that he was born in the same decade as Jesus. Paul was a well-educated man who was schooled as a Pharisee under uh, the Jerusalem religious leader Gamaliel, who is historically well-known. He became a traveling missionary and a preacher for the early church, and he even changed his name from Saul to Paul, probably to um, be more appealing to uh, the Greek world. But interestingly, despite being a skilled preacher, Paul made tents as an artisan, and while he preached, he faced some tough times and was imprisoned multiple times by the Roman authorities. But despite these difficult uh, difficulties, Paul Paul's ministry and teaching were highly influential in Western history, particularly his interpretation of Jesus Christ's death and and, his, and resurrection. So modern interpreters can reconstruct his theology by reading his letters and comparing them closely. Luke's story in the Book of Acts and the narrative of elements, the narrative elements rather, of Paul's letters reflect aspects of his life on the spirit of Christianity. And did you know that Paul was one of the first Christian missionaries to argue for the inclusion of the Gentiles into the covenants of Israel through Christ? So Paul states in this passage he was called to be an apostle. What's an apostle? In Paul's letter he uses the Greek word apostolos, and like many of the Greek words used in the Bible, they are often translated into different English words so that uh, 
they can point to a nuance that a word can have and how uh, the different ways the word can be used based upon the context. And this is why we hammer away all of the time this one point, context, 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 when it comes to studying the Bible. So how did Paul use the word apostolos? And well, according to the text, Paul uses the word apostolos in two distinct ways. While the term is used in many other instances in the New Testament, for this particular devotional work, we're going to focus on how specifically Paul used the word apostle in the epistles that he wrote. So Paul uses the word apostle in two senses. The first way refers to a messenger, as seen in the passages, as seen in passages such as 2 Corinthians 8 and Philippians 2:25. In these instances, apostolos is translated as messenger. For example, in 2 Corinthians 8, um, 23 to 24, Paul states, "If anyone inquires about Titus, he is my partner and fellow worker concerning you, or." If our brethren are inquired about, they are messengers, apostolos, of the churches to the glory of Christ. Therefore, show them and before the churches the proof of your love and boasting on your behalf. So in this text, the word apostolos is translated as messengers, and it's actually referring to Titus. So the other place is in Philippians 2.25 where Paul says, And yet I consider it necessary to send you uh, Epaphroditus, um, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, but your messenger and the one who ministered to my needs. So the second way that Paul uses the word uh, apa, so there's an ex- another word, example rather, where he's using the word uh, apostle, but it's being translated in the in as the English word messenger and Epaphroditus, that's how you pronounce his name, he says is was that messenger. So apostle in that sense or apostolos in that sense was referring to the messenger Epaphroditus. Now the second Paul uses uh, the second way that Paul uses the term apostles is about himself and the twelve who were chosen personally by Jesus Christ. And this can be seen throughout Paul's epistles where he uses the term apostles to refer to himself as being sent and appointed by Jesus Christ. And additionally, he, he, he may contrast himself with Peter and John uh, and James or the others who were personally, uh, who personally walked with Jesus and were personally called by Jesus to be apostles. So he includes himself in that particular group of people. The term apostle in the New Testament, we can see can have multiple meanings. It can refer to the 12 who walked with Jesus and the Apostle Paul in that group, but it can also describe messengers or apostolic delegates sent by the church or other apostles. And this is supported by several passages in the New Testament, as such as Matthew 10, uh, as I said, and Luke 6, where Jesus explicitly, explicitly rather designates his 12 disciples as apostles. Additionally, we can see examples in early church history like Barnabas being referred to as an apostle in Acts 14.14, even though he wasn't one of the twelve. So while apostle is generally referring to those specifically called by Jesus Christ, it can also have a broader meaning. Well, this brings us to the question of are there modern-day apostles? The text in Ephesians 4 states that Christ gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip the people for good works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. 
the passage implies that God gave these specific roles to the church, and there's no indication that this gifting would cease at a certain point of time. The fact that the passage um, includes present tense verbs suggests that these roles were meant to continue in the church. However, the passage's specific context in Ephesians primarily focuses on the unity and the growth of the church. The apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are given to the church for the purpose of equipping the saints and building up the body of Christ. The emphasis is not on the continuing of the specific roles, but on the ongoing work of building up the church. All right. My humble opinion, based on the text of the New Testament, the consensus of church history, it's still my opinion that the primary sense of the term apostle refers specifically to those who were personally called, spoken to, and commissioned by Jesus Christ himself, with, with witnesses present at the time. The twelve apostles and a Paul were appointed in this manner, and I personally don't know any individuals appointed in the same way since then. Maybe there are, just not known to me. While the term apostle can be used in a broader sense of a messenger or who, one who is sent by an apostle, even in this sense, individuals appointed as apostolic delegates were chosen by the original apostles whom Jesus Christ appointed. Therefore, it stands to reason that there are no small apostles in the sense of apostolic represent, uh, representatives to the uh, original apostles who were specifically called by Jesus Christ and witnessed, and that call was witnessed by others. Um, okay, so the church history also indicates that the role of apostles was limited to the first century. The early church recognized the apostolic authority of the New Testament authors and their writings were accepted as authoritative scripture. After the apostles' death, there's no record of anyone claiming to be an apostle in the same sense as the Twelve or Paul. Instead, the church leaders were called bishops, pastors, or elders. While there may be individuals who are referred to as apostles in some modern Christian church denominations, the consensus of the New Testament scholars and church history suggests that this, this title just doesn't carry the same weight or authority as it did in the early church. Having said that, we can learn a lot from Paul's life despite facing persecution, imprisonment. He remained steadfast in his call and continued to spread the gospel. Paul's unwavering dedication and commitment to Christ inspire us all. And as for whether or not there's modern-day apostles, well, I'll leave that up to you to decide. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home. Thank you.